Welcome to the Dare to Differentiate podcast. When the Torah is taken out, we say, when the so there is an element, a piece of Misha in every single person. And when they are able to establish and actualize the idea of Kuma Hashem, right? An addition, an addendum to Hashem, an elevation in the physical world, bringing knowledge and experience to Hashem, right? Of Asetayev, the Yafutsa all of the enemies will fully, will disintegrate, disappear from before you, right? Which is the complete nullification of anything that's not good, not wanted. So that's the idea of Sormeira. So the taking out the Sefer Torah is what gives the power and the ability and opportunity for this to happen. I think this is a very important thing to focus on and, and look at what it means to take out the Sefer Torah and what it means to elevate Hashem, right? Kuma Hashem. Uh-huh. What that looks like, and know that mm-hmm. that's what comes first. Like Vayibin Zayaharin, that's the first thing. The Torah travels; it comes close to who we are. You know, it's on the journey. Okay. And when you have Vayamar Maisha, the the piece of Maisha within us that speaks, mm-hmm. that elevates Hashem, that elevates this world with the name of Hashem, that elevates the word world with the the not the desire that elevates the world with uh, Hashem's desire. Okay. And then everything else kind of disintegrates. But and I, I think it's more like it evaporates. There obviously is maybe some sort of bulldozing, but it's less about the bulldozing. It's more about it becoming a non-issue. So, I mean, you talk a lot about like listening with your heart and not with your mind. And when I was listening today, to what you were saying, Tara coming out. My mind was not here, like at all. But like my heart was, the, what my heart absorbed was that Tara. It's like a very strong, powerful force of protection. Think of not protection, but like support. So a lot of times, something that's very powerful and overwhelming be it an emotion then it gets like it's called bad but when you were saying about like the tara what i felt was like the tara is coming out to give you like a really strong support and so the strong things that i was feeling are the strong like overwhelming like this these are quote-unquote bad it's like they're just they're actually like they could be a supportive that's what that's what came up for me that's beautiful I think that seeing the terror as a support and as a space, as a safe space for us to to take things on, to take the world on, as opposed to an obligation or something else. Or, or maybe when we are looking for that support, when we're looking for that space, when we're looking for that validation, 
We're looking for answers. We're looking for a place to ask questions, whether they have answers or not. That place happens in the Torah. Mm-hmm. The Torah creates that space of safety, mm-hmm. of understanding, of acceptance, of compassion, to be able to ask the questions, to be able to rise, be able to shine the light onto wherever all the little dark corners. If the point of Tyra is for Hashem's deepest desire to be manifested in the world, that's the point. That's the, the end goal. And the point of the Tyra of Mashiach is what that actually looks like. It's basically taking the Torah and, and giving us new, a new perspective, opening our eyes to what it really is. Mm-hmm. So maybe what's going on here is, is saying like, yeah, whatever you understood about learning Torah, whatever you understood about Torah, whatever you understood about this experience is maybe one-dimensional or a small like drop in the ocean of right. much greater. And when you say drop in the ocean, that's that's the part of the nevuah of Mashiach. The entire world is going to be filled with this, this awareness and maybe the little drop of Torah that we understood and spent years understanding just the classic question of what it means by Heben Sayar Arin. I'm sure that many Mavarshim have spent time looking at it and thinking about it and trying to understand it. And then to know that we're at that point where that drop becomes an ocean, where it's literally a drop in the ocean of Tara Seychelles Mashiach. And Tara is supporting us through that new reality. Tara is creating space for us to step into that. Tara mm-hmm. is, is like, you know, give, giving us the muscles, giving us the ability, making us feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking about instead of, instead of seeing Mashiach and the experience of Mashiach and experiencing Hashem, greatness like the water covering the ocean as a something that's stepping out of our comfort zone maybe it's something that's stepping us into our the most comfortable place for us like our our most comfortable comfort zone maybe it's the the most most supportive place the emotionally supportive physically supportive spiritually supportive and the tarot is creating that for us but like you said, when we listen with our hearts and we allow we allow the conversation to happen with our heart, not with our mind. A little bit with our mind, but it's really about the DOS, about the emotion. I did a little research just to remember Maslow's theory about mm-hmm. different ways of learning, the different levels of learning. It was fascinating to me because it reminded me what the process of learning Torah is. So the bottom mm-hmm. of knowledge, then it's understanding, mm-hmm. application, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. analysis, synthesis, and evaluation. And then they actually changed it at some point, I think in 2001, to the top three analysis, evaluating, creating. And the creative process is at the top of the educational. Interesting. And that's what Mashiach is creating, creating a new, something brand new, creating, not brand new, but creating the space for Hashem. That's what it is. Creating a space and then a space for ourselves because we're also Hashem, part of Hashem. And if Hashem is going to be comfortable, we're also going to be comfortable. So that kind of goes back to what we were saying before about maybe getting into the comfort zone versus out of the comfort zone. Hmm. But that's all, that's all, obviously, comfort zone is very subjective. And when you talk about all, all the motivational speakers about entrepreneurship and personal growth and all that, they talk a lot about getting out of your comfort zone. But what if it was about getting into your comfort zone and creating, using everything in the world, Kuma within something that feels safe and comfortable within the container? Yeah, and maybe like that's the Torah, and it's like that's the Kuma Hashem, where it's not this chaotic, uncomfortable like. Race. That's what the, like, Omalar's day is that this idea that, you know, I guess for our minds, it's hard to understand the concept of like, how can something be taking over the world at the same time as being comfortable and contained within like just in front of the safer tarot because like that's in show. Like my mind, I'm visualizing like the tarot coming out of the ark in the show. It has a beautiful mantle, has a beautiful crown, but like, and it has like a beautiful home, but it's like in within the little framework of the of the small demographic space of the show, right? And then at the same time, you're saying like the the, the word of a sh- the word of God is is spreading. And if, like when Mashiach comes, it's going to be everywhere. So it's hard for our minds to be able to understand how they can both coexist. And I think maybe coming into an era of Mashiach is to be able to feel in our hearts that both of those can comfortably and symbiotically exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Where you're going out and like, taking over, quote, conquering conquering the world, but, like, in a way that's within, like, in my mind, I keep thinking, like, in the reach of the Tara, like, in the reach of, like, the Tara comes out, there's a warmth that comes with that. So maybe just, like, wherever we are, it's, like, that warmth that that's, like, accompanying us. Yeah. It's interesting because you were talking about visualizing taking the terror out and every time i hear about Bahib and say i just visualize like this procession yeah midbar like with the mishkan okay like on and the the journey of that so i automatically connect it with journey the journey of life just journeys in general 
and what that means, what the Torah travel, what the Torah going on a journey means. Maybe, maybe like the Torah making itself vulnerable to the elements of the universe so that it can go out, be out there. I think with this, it's really important, like with the Mashiach, like learning about Mashiach and Gula, it's important to just to note that there's room for many different experiences. Absolutely. Like you said, the the experience is so subjective and the idea of subjectivity, especially with Tara, is something that's really yeah. hard to wrap our minds around because yeah, definitely. Because if Rashi says this, then you listen, right? If it, it there there's the scholars who the halachic scholars, there's the Torah scholars who explain things as they are. And mm-hmm. In in the Masara, there, unless you're, unless you're one of those people, there really isn't room, or there wasn't room, for a subjective truth within Tara. And I think right. what's so incredible right. about what the Rebbe is bringing to the table now with Mashiach is that there is so much subjectivity, and. When you look at it subjectively, through your own lens, through your own experience, through your own feelings, with your own heart, listening with your heart, there's always that risk that it's going to be misinterpreted. And I believe so strongly that, and I see so strongly that this was the risk that the Rebbe is taking, and he's taking in so many different ways, in the way that, you know, he said, and the way all these things that, that the Rebbe brought to the world and continues to bring to the world invites us to a subjective experience of Judaism. And that's very counter the establishment because it's not about the establishment. It's not about what's acceptable or what's not, but there's, it's, it's a new language, which is much more open and there is a lot of fear about running into that, into that open space, into that open, yeah. beautiful abundance. Of- well, also like not trusting the person to be able to be subjective because, you know, you have to, you have to follow the, follow the leader. But like I said, on this just within, from what we've known to something new is just going to be somewhat tumultuous, possibly. And this is maybe what we're seeing is, the switch from objective to subjective is just the trip. Yeah. And there is only obviously one objective truth, which is the Torah. Mm-hmm. But within exploring it and living with it, there's a lot of imagination. There's a lot of creativity. There's a mm-hmm. lot of opportunity for experiencing it differently and subjectively. I think it's hard to accept, but there is such a thing as subjective truth. Definitely. And maybe being less afraid of that and accepting that there isn't just one way. 
But the Rebbe did really teach on so many levels of like, it doesn't matter if you, you know, just walked out of McDonald's, like you can put tefillin on, even if you didn't go to the mikvah. There's so many applications to that. Because obviously we keep kosher and we don't have that issue, but we have other issues. And be able to wholeheartedly, radically love ourselves in that space. Mm -hmm. Proverbial McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Because as we're talking, it can kind of seem like, oh my gosh, this is like a new religion, but it's not. It's the same. It's just the next step. Anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, my closing words is that I'm going to think about like Torah or I'm going to try to visualize it as like my companion. That's going to be my meditation for the rest of the week. Like visualize that it's like in some way, maybe like the way you described like a parade. I mean, parades we could visualize. We've seen parades before. Magnificent ones. So that or like in the, in the, in the show, like whichever mood I'm in or whichever, whatever will feel like comforting and supportive at that time. I'll try to meditate on that, like support that the terrorist presence has. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for bringing us back to that. The terror is the support. The terror is that, that place where we can go to feel safe and understood and appreciated and valued mm-hmm. and important in our mission and in who we mm-hmm. are. And maybe more about important in who we are and then second, important in our mission. Mm, yeah.